0: Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. As we get closer to Super Bowl 55, this past week I've had a chance to talk to two former Seahawks who've made it all the way to the biggest game of the year. Today's guest is a current member of the team and won his first NFC West title with the Seahawks this season. He's a three-year veteran of the NFL and was drafted in 2018 in the fifth round out of the University of Central Florida He's Seahawks linebacker Shaquem Griffin, and he's joining the show to talk about his work in partnership with the Hartford as part of its Ability Equipped program. Shaquem, welcome to the show.
1: Man, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.
0: I, I've got to imagine, man, it's it's got to be a pretty good day for you today. You know, just coming off calls where you got to <laughs> give away some adaptive equipment. There was JT, uh, an 11-year-old with cerebral palsy, Samantha, a 33-year-old who also has CP. And you got to give them some equipment to help with their training efforts. And and I know you've been doing a lot to, to help kids and adults since you've been with the Seahawks. So what is it about this opportunity with the Hartford that really resonates with you?
1: Um, I think for me is the um, Hartford have been um, helping and, you know, doing everything for those with limb distances for over 25 years. And I don't use the word disabilities. I don't never use that because that's... that's that's not how we wanna be described. That's just how the, the world describes us. Um, but you know, just to to be a part of them is is just been an amazing thing because, you know, growing up, I didn't I didn't see that. Growing up, I didn't I didn't have that, that 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 support to say somebody's gonna donate or help me get the things that I need to utilize my time. Um my dad invested into me. My 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 mom invested it to me, my family invested into me. My dad was like a mad scientist inside the garage Putting tools together, just trying to create something for me to lift weights, and you know, for me to just to be a part of something now that has been helping out for so many years is amazing. Because now, now that I'm now that I'm here, I can be that that voice, that front runner, to show people that this is here, that Harford is out here, and is and is looking to help whoever needs to help. And it just feel cool because now that I'm back home, I've been able to surprise J.T. and Sam with their gifts being you no know, hometown people it's just it's, it's amazing because it's like i never thought or well, i be, me being a kid wanting to help wanting that 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 extra push and now i'm able to give it to somebody else who would have thought that
0: well and, and you know it's one of the things that really resonated with <laughs> me too was you're watching some of that video and, and you talking about like when jt was given the javelin and you're talking about throwing around a broomstick when you're younger i i mean that really resonated with me, just because I, you know, didn't grow up with a whole lot either. So it's like you just find things that that will make it work for the things that you want to do.
1: Definitely, I already told JT I want to use this job and just to like just train with a little bit, just because I never I never had opportunities to. But um, no, I think it's cool because it it allow you to it it take you back sometimes, and you know remind you where you came from. Man, you know that broomstick it, it did not help. You know, to job. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess the form part maybe, but it did not help. It didn't. It ain't go far at all. It kind of just woofed in the air. So, um, but no, it just, it just tell you like you know how to, you learn to utilize things or the the, the things that are around you and be able to have heart for be able to advance some things around you. I mean, it's like there's there's no excuses. There. There's no reason why you can't get to where you need to go. You know, now it's just solely up to you. You know, you got the extra push. You got exactly what you need. And now it's like the work you put in is what you get out of it.
0: Well, along with the equipment that was given to the two athletes we talked about, the Hartford gave $40,000 to the Friends of the Community Parks and Recreation in Tampa to purchase adaptive sports equipment to to help support the community there. And, I mean, how important is it just for kids to have a place just within the community where they can go and play and not have to worry about you know being limited in some kind of way, getting overly frustrated, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's important because sometimes I feel like with with, with that, it's, it's, it's all age, and I just feel like you know, I was blessed at a young age to be able to have a mindset to say, you know what, I can overcome this, or I can do this, or I'm not going to allow, allow anybody to outbeat me. But, you know, in a certain situations, every kid, I'm saying everybody is different. Everybody comes from different backgrounds, just situations. And I just feel like, you know, having those in your community allow the kids to be able to, to create a confidence level to say, you know what, I'm not worried about what limb I don't have. I got to worry about what I do have and what I can do to be competitive or be able to, you know, to, to put the best efforts that I can. And that's that's cool because, you know, for me, I didn't have it. Like I said, I couldn't go to somewhere where I have people around me just like me and we all competing and we all competitive. And next you know, we winning or we doing this and that. And it's creating that confidence. So now when I go against somebody else who look at me differently, I don't see them no different. I just see it as a competitor. I just see them as somebody I have to outbeat to get to where I need to go. Someone's in front of me. So while I'm building that confidence and now I'm going to get somebody else, they can take me lightly and now they end up losing even more. And now they're behind us trying to catch up. So, I mean, I just like, it's, it's a great thing, man. Building that confidence, building that emotion and saying, you know what, can't nobody beat me. I mean, the only thing you can do is love it.
0: How much of that was just having a twin brother there with you and and having the competition with him? Because, I mean, I, I notice it just with, you know, me having younger brothers and, you know, my oldest daughter having younger siblings, too, uh, all, all daughters. And, you just always want to compete and win. And so you, I, I don't think you take into account, you know, whether age is a limiting factor or whether, you know, the any any kind of limiting factor, you right. you have that competition to where you want to win. So how much was that just competition with your brother?
1: I got blessed to have that kind of competitive nature with my brother. And then being twins, they make it any better. Um, we competed with everything. This comes from food. I remember we used to go to Denny's. And I remember my, my, me and my brother order a lemon jack my dad always used to order our number jacket. We'll finish ours as fast as possible just to wait to see my dad say, who want to finish this? <laughs> just to see who we can eat the most, cause who eat the most that that day wins. Even we used to walk to school, I was in middle school, we used to walk to school and you know, we got like the little, the little cracks that's in the sidewalks. And like usually you can fit like two or three steps and we were shorter. So when it, we, it was like three steps each box, It was like, all right, let's get competitive. If you take more than two steps, we lose. So now we walk to school, stride long as possible not try to take more than two <laughs> two steps to each box. I mean we could it don't matter what it was, we was in anything. And I and I guess over the years that kinda it kind of created that confidence. Like I said, no matter who I was, you, you if you can't be him, you show sure ain't finna mess with me. I'm gonna whoop you then. So it was like that confidence was just like through the roof. Like I didn't want to lose. So I was going to compete as hard as possible to make sure I win. And I started with my brother. See, I'm
0: I'm usually tempted to tell my kids not to be so overly competitive, but hearing you talk about this makes me wonder if maybe that's not the best strategy. So clearly the way you did it helped in some way that it got you into the NFL with your brother. And this was the first time for the two of you that the season resulted in an NFC West title. And I wanna talk about that with you coming up next. I'm joined by Shaquem Griffin on the show today. We talked about his partnership with the Hartford as part of its Ability Equipped program. If you want some more information about that program, there is going to be a link in the show notes for this episode. They're doing some great things to help make adaptive equipment and sports more accessible. Shaquem, you came into the league in 2018. So for you and even a good portion of your teammates, this is your first experience winning a division title. How did it feel to get that accomplishment?
1: Oh man, it was it was nuts. I can tell you, we was was very turned up. <laughs> I can tell you. That. I mean, it was it was fun. I just feel like throughout this whole year, everybody was going through stuff. Um, mind you, um, uh, just this life period. I mean, a lot of people was going through a lot of stuff. So to be able to stay focused and be able to you know work really hard and fight with our teammates to be able to accomplish that was amazing. I mean, it's a lot of raw emotion that came out in our locker room. You know, after all the cameras and stuff was down, so it's kind of cool to kind of feel that. Like I got goosebumps after that. You know, just just watching the raw emotions. You know, older guys, just how far they came. Guys who played on teams who never won before. I mean, it was you got emotions from all over the place, and I was just happy to be a part of that. That they being in the locker room, being able to say I was able to help out and be a part of that 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 win and stuff. So I mean, it's cool, man. You see things that you never expect, and like the raw emotions of things. I mean, you that live with you forever. Well, one
0: of the things about this season that really jumped out to me is that special teams was a huge strength for the Seahawks this season. You know, the offense, they had a great first half and then, you know, kind of a slow second half. You had defense that got out to a slow start, but they finished strong. But special teams throughout the season remain consistent. So do you give your teammates a hard time? Like, why can't you just keep it together like like us guys here on special teams?
1: Um, I think uh, for us, uh, for special teams, we just carried ourselves differently. Um, we carried ourselves with more purpose. We, a lot of people on different teams, who play with the team just to play, but we wasn't for the team just to play. We were playing with a purpose. We were playing to create opportunities for the offense, to create opportunities for the defense. So we came out there with with a voice and a passion to say, you know what? And listen, y'all do y'all thing while we out here, we're gonna handle business. Like we got something for y'all, just watch this. So we, we kind of had like a, a confident, kind of cocky type of thing about ourselves because that's what you got to have certain team. You got to make it fun. You got to make it exciting. You got to make the offense Feel that energy, you gotta make that defense feel that energy. So, we go going our kickoff and we get a big hit, we're gonna turn up because we want them to feel that energy come off from the field and keep that thing rolling. If we get the ball back or we get a big return or you know, a fumble in the ball and the, the offense get it back, we're gonna turn up because we need to feel it. And as long as they feel that energy, that's how we keep that. That's how we keep the energy going because we don't have no fans out there, we don't have no fans. There ain't nobody yelling, it is a difference. Everybody, and I know people want to know and asking about it, it is definitely a difference. So what do you, you mean you went think, seven
0: and one during the regular season without fans there?
1: You know, that, that's that's one of the things. You, you still gotta have the juice, you still gotta have the energy. So if you don't have the juice from the, the fans, you gotta create your own juice. You gotta turn, you gotta turn Russ up, We gotta turn O line up, We gotta turn Chris Carson up, you gotta turn DKL, Bobby, KJ. We're gonna be jumping, Jamal. I mean everybody. We all work together. We all gotta be, we are the crowd. We we were the 12s on the side. When they office out there, we the 12s. When the defense out there, the office the 12. We going to support you. We going to yell. We going to scream. If it's running, if it's past. We doing the whole thing. Big third down. Let's get a stop. Yeah, we screaming. We yelling. You know what I'm saying? Kids coming up. We be screaming at him. We even know all their names. so We, we telling them by name. I know you going to miss. We know and a lot of people missing, honestly. So I feel like we did a pretty good job them down for the 12th this year. I know they wasn't there this year in the stand, but we held it down for y'all. We ready for y'all to get back.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to get back, too. This was not a fun season. Just watching from home every week. So I. I'm looking forward to next season. I, I know there's kind of a lot of questions this offseason. You're a restricted free agent. Your brother's a free agent this offseason. Any idea about what your future is, you know, just looking ahead?
1: Oh, uh, man, it's, it's playing about by day by day. We don't know how it's going to go. Um, you know, my brother, he, he's, he's gonna be, it's going to be a whirlwind for him. It's going to be a whirlwind for both of us. Um then we control is what we can. We're going to work hard. We're going to work out. We're going to stay ready and wait for a call.
0: Well, Shaquem, really appreciate you coming on the show. Appreciate you talking about the Hartford. If people want more information, if they want to help out, uh, where where should they go and find out uh, if they want to learn more about it.
1: Uh, you want to learn more about it, you can call me or we can just hit up Hartford itself. Um I'm going to be the front runner of this. I'm going to be the face. I'm going to be there to support Hartford. I'm part of the family. I'm not going nowhere. So if you need info, you know where to find us. We'll get it to you. Hartford's going to be all over the place soon. Don't worry about it.
0: He's Seahawks linebacker Shakeem Griffin. Really appreciate the Hartford for helping to make that happen. And be sure and help spread the word about their ability-equipped program. I'll have a post up on the website. So if you're hearing this interview through the podcast feed, I'll have the information up at fieldgoals.com. And you can find the link there. Oh, man. So many more things that I could have asked him about. So hopefully we get a chance to do that again sometime Be sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. SBNation.com slash NFL podcasts. Looking forward to getting in some draft talk next week. So stay tuned for that. And until then, go Hawks.